Hey, everybody, what's up? Welcome to the show. This is the Chase Jarvis Live Show here. This is the show where I do awesome stuff with awesome people with the goal of helping you live your dreams in career and hobby and in life. Today, I'm going to answer two questions uh, originally from my YouTube show, The Daily Creative. I'm leveraging those questions here over to the podcast. And by the way, if you do have other questions, I'm still taking those questions now via text, however, at 206-309-5177. That's a separate issue. But today I'm answering two what I think are really smart questions. If you are interested, there are more than 50 of these episodes on my YouTube channel. All you have to do is smash the subscribe button. Uh, at youtube.com slash Chase Jarvis. And there are lots more of these shows if this is of interest to you. I'm going to be continuing to share some of these on the podcast here. And again, taking uh, your questions via text, as I mentioned just a moment ago. So tag me. I'll always keep my eyes out for your questions out there in the world, but I'm going to get out of the way right now and let you enjoy these little nuggets of wisdom. Enjoy the show. Hey, Chase, this is Logan Robertson. Hey, Logan. At Logan Robertson Photo on Instagram. Good plug. I just wanted to reach out, professional commercial photographer, moving my business that direction. Spend a lot of time on the road, probably about six to seven months a year is traveling for work. Uh, My question for you is on personal relationships, both with family or romantic or otherwise. You're on the road, you have to give 100% to work, but you have to take care of stuff at home too. Uh, Any tips or tactics or any kind of functional information that you might have gathered on that would be super awesome. Thanks for the knowledge drop, man. Have a great day. Sweet. Logan, thanks for your call. Uh, This is a a thing. Um, I believe that there are, well, first of all, I have to understand, in order to answer this question completely honestly and thoroughly, I have to understand what your aspirations are. How good do you want to be? Do you want to be, because you can make a living and you can decide to work 40 hours a week or 30 hours a week or 50 hours a week and no judgment, that's a great way to approach it and you can be happy and healthy and provide for your family and probably create some retirement and all the things that um, I think that by and large the, the middle part of the spectrum of people who decide to pursue these professions they want for themselves. But I hear in your question, if you're already working six months a year, traveling on the road, you talked about giving 100%, I think you actually want more. Now, this is, my point of view is very controversial here. I do not believe that work-life balance exists. I think it's a fiction if you want to be the best or in the top one, three, five percent. It just, it doesn't exist. Now, there are ways to, um, to remedy the challenge of being of not being able to have relationships and making it work. For example, can you find someone with whom you have an amazing connection that loves what you do and maybe you work together? This is an actual experience of my life. My wife Kate was uh, a teacher for a long time and she left teaching when she burned out to become a producer. Now a producer and a photographer end up being a really good pair and we traveled all over the world with her producing the jobs that I was getting. And that was amazing. I mean, we traveled hundreds of thousands of miles for years, um, to get, or per year, for years, all, all over the place. And it was amazing. So um, without using that specific thing as the example, what's embedded in there is that you find a way to merge your life and your work into one thing. 
And it's not like you have this thing that you do called work and then there's this other part of this thing that you have life. That's fine. A lot of people do. They want to come home. And I know an attorney who's not taken work home one day and he's, I think, 65. Never taken work home. And that is the thing that he wanted for himself. If you want to be the best in the world at the thing, which again, I heard that in there a little bit, that I think you're a, uh, an overachiever, which I'm not necessarily recommending for or against, you need to find a way to combine those things such that you're not compartmentalizing because there are people who, for whom being the best in the world at the thing that you want to be best in the world at is a, like literally every, Casey's nodding his head right there because he knows there are people out there who are doing, and it's not just working more isn't the only answer, but they're smart and they're working harder, they're outworking you. So, in order to combat that, the remedy is how can you combine your work and your home life? Now, also in there, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna answer sort of a, a, a tangential, which I think might actually be the essence of your question, so I'm, 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 I'm gonna try and go there too, which is that you actually have somebody at home, and they maybe don't love, or they're not interested in transforming their career, or you're merging together, um, and so you have some responsibilities back home, and in that case, I think two things. I think one, you need to scale your expectations around what's possible with both. I, send, I tend to find that you can either be, you can take great care of yourself, you can be healthy, um, you can be great at relationships, you can be fully present for your kids, you can be fully present for your spouse or your partner, or you can totally crush it at work. But doing all three of those things, three, the European three, is impossible. So you have to, each of these things, there's sort of at different levels of attention and you have to, I would recommend rather, you be intentional about those things. This is what I'm gonna focus on and set expectations with other people in your life. There have been times in my life where I have considered myself a terrible friend. A terrible friend to people just like, I'm not, I miss weddings, I miss all kinds of things because I was insanely committed to my career. And that, I do believe, was required to, to achieve the things that I wanted to in photography. So I've, I've made all kinds of concessions, but what I would rather you do is be intentional about that. Set it up and create expectations and then live that life. So those are two sides of the coin. I think there's a, there's a great video, and I say great because I made it. <laughs> the last question was about confidence and arrogance. I don't know where that falls in that spectrum, I'm sorry. Um, but I think it's a great video because it's what is it? It's the myth. I'm not going to write it down. It's the myth of work-life balance. Um, and I think that's an inspiring video because it, it, the centerpiece is A, the same sort of prescription I'm giving you here, but B, it's also that you don't necessarily want to be me or be somebody else. When you look at people who are like doing something at, at some insane level that you see on the internet, Realize that you should take something from that person. You should take something from what I'm telling you. Take something from Gary Vee or from Casey Neistat. Take something from Vanessa Van Edwards and make that into the thing that you are. Because I have one, you know, maybe perverse version in my head about what I just shared with you about what it should be like and you should just work yourself to the bone because that's who you're competing against. Maybe some of the other folks have a slightly different thing, but that's what you're going to use to combine in order to form your vision. So that's that whole, if you just Google me plus myth plus work, then you'll get a great video. So 
I love the question. Thank you for, for sharing, and I hope you feel satisfied. I feel satisfied with my answer. My answer. Is that okay answer? Okay, that is question number one in this episode. Let's go to question number two. Casey, lay it on me. Hi, Chase. My name is Lynn, L-Y-N-N-E. Okay. And I have been a design engineer all my life. Um, CAD. I'm sick of it. I'm an artist, true at heart. And I want to embark on a creative life. So my mediums are painting, mosaic, and a bunch of other shit. But (laughs) I love it. How to market me? I'm an introvert. It's okay. so hard to market me, basically, and and be comfortable with that. And I know you've touched on that, but thank you, thank you for all of this. By the way, thanks. Ciao, Lynn. I think your question is awesome, and I want to start off by a thanking you for calling in, identifying yourself as an introvert, and I can also hear that you're pissed off, you're frustrated, maybe even upset right now, um, and it took a lot of courage to call in. So first and foremost, I want to say this is a safe place, and I'm really happy that you took the effort. So uh, thank you for sharing. Um, As far as the prescription or the answer to your question, um, I I feel like what's happening with you right now is um, is a there's a psychology that I'm going to ask you to try and take on that is different than the psychology that you have right now. Um, and I'm going to reference Tony Robbins. Uh, he's you know, amazing. People think of him as a motivational speaker. Tony is way more than I encourage you to check out his stuff. He is a master, uh, master psychologist. He is a master at understanding human performance. Um, and the, the bit of his thing that I'm going to shtick or whatever, his point of view that I'm going to borrow and put in here is you have to have the right... It's sort of state, story, and strategy. You have to have, like right now, you, I can, you, you've got a story that you're telling yourself that I can't do it, or it's hard, or I can't market myself, all those things, because I'm an introvert A, B, C, or D. Before you embark on any work, I'm gonna ask you to do this. I'm going to ask you to understand that there is an order that you have to put these things in, and you have to start with state. If if you are telling yourself a, a story that is not a story that has at its, at its heart success and, and openness and willingness, then you're not going to be able to find the right strategies. So what you need to do is first fix your state. So by fix your state, there's all kinds of things you can do. Um, like moving your body is a great one. How can you take great care of your body, be physically active, get out and walk, do some um, meditation. These are some things that I would suggest because you have to go from this sort of limited mindset. I'm pissed off and I'm sick. And again, I want to say thank you for just calling it like it is. And there's, I think this, this your question and this answer is going to resonate with a lot of people. Maybe some of the most of, of any questions we've had on the show. So, but it's very important that you control your own psychology because the the, the psychology of a winner is the skills are the same between winners and losers and the psychology of the winner is dramatically different. So, I need you to find a way to get yourself in a good headspace. That is through gratitude practice, that is through moving your body, that is through taking care of yourself, that is through meditating. There there are a handful of things and I would prescribe some combination of these things such that you can get yourself in a good state. Tony does this every day, I do this every day as well. It has to do with, uh, actually just Google my morning routine, you'll get all that stuff. Tony calls his priming. And if he has to get up at six in the morning, he would get up 
like 20 minutes earlier to make sure he does these things. That puts you in a great state. When you, only when, only when you are in a great state, can you then tell yourself the story that you need to hear in order to find the strategies that are gonna unlock the things that you wanna see, be, do, become in your life. Is this making sense? Yeah. Okay. It's, it, if you can control your state, you can control your story. And by story, I mean this. You, I just heard in your question, you, you embedded things like, I'm an introvert, and also on the backside of that was like, I'm an introvert, therefore it is expressly hard for me to be, um, to market myself, you said. And I know some introverts that are insanely good at marketing themselves. It's not really about, you know, extroverted is good at marketing, introverted is bad, it's not. But you've told yourself that story. So you can control your state, and you can rewrite that script. And I've said it before also, if you don't write your own script, someone else will write it for you. And right now, you're, you're, you're listening to cultural paradigms that say introverts are bad marketers or bad positioners or whatever. I don't believe that to be true. So get yourself in the right state. Start telling yourself the right story. And the story of the, I can do this, I will do it through, I will find my way through experimentation and listening to what I truly want to be or become um, I'm going to experiment, I'm going to play, as in a um, great book from my friend Charlie Hone called Play It Away, and that has to do with using play on a daily basis to rid yourself of anxiety, provide clarity, and listen, be able to listen to that internal um, story that you're telling yourself. So turn that story into something positive, and it's only when those A and B, the, the state and the story are, are positive and aligned that you're going to be successful at the strategy and the strategy is what do you actually need to do to find out what you want to do like what and that has to do with going to trade shows experimenting you know finding pursuing a bunch of things if you're an a engineering designer or what it was it was design something engineer. design engineer um, how do you know what to what to do next you have to experiment a little bit and when you find something you find a thread that feels good or you like it pull on that thread it might not be the answer but you're not gonna be able to get there until you do some of these other things. And I need to be very crystal clear here, very crystal. This is maybe the most important part, is that steps A and B, getting yourself um, in the right um, state to tell yourself the right story before you work on the strategy, this is very active. This is not sitting at home and waiting for it to happen. And I see people think that this is just gonna, you're just gonna get there by waiting it out. No, that, that, that creates depression. Because doing nothing and feeling shitty about the situation you're in, that feeds on itself and it's a terrible cycle. So this, the, the, the state part is very active. It's active on a daily basis. It's active on a macro basis. And you take this very seriously. And a gratitude practice, from like you could do this today. There's all, you can, you can watch videos that I've made about my morning routine. You can, you can snap your, your psychology a 180 in one day. I promise you. So that's very active. I don't want you to get sucked into just thinking this is gonna happen. And then the strategy is gonna happen. You are gonna to start to find and, and intuit what it is that you love and you're gonna be able to pull on that thread and find your next thing. So what, I don't wanna be prescriptive about the strategy. I'm gonna let you figure that out because if you get parts A and B lined up, C will fall into place. I love that question. Say thank you again. That's what this show's about. All right, hey, before you go, thanks so much for listening. And if you got value from this show, 
chances are your community will too, right? In the particular lies the universal. Please share this link to the show with a friend or mention the show on social. That is a huge benefit for us in hopefully in exchange for providing value to you. I want you to know that I really appreciate your time, the attention, anything that you give to the show and the questions that you ask our guests either on social media or through my text community. All of that is pure gold. This community, like any community, is a testament to that old phrase, a rising tide floats all boats. And by elevating one another, by sharing and resharing this show, the tidbits that you learn and the experiences you take away, all of that has a collective, massive positive impact on the world. So just a quick thank you. I appreciate all the effort you put into sharing the show. All right, that's a wrap. Let's put today's episode into practice and get back to growing together. Mm-hmm.